Welcome to the Airgun Geeks podcast. All topics talked about on this podcast are solely of our opinion and for entertainment purposes. My name is Patrick. Hi, I'm Adam. And how How geeky geeky do you you want want us to get? get? Hello, welcome to the Airgun Geeks podcast, where we're going to bear the gauntlet. Patrick, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well, dry, getting ready for the cold, getting ready for rabbit season. That's always important. I know rabbit season. They're everywhere still. They've grown since the last podcast. Well, you mean you have, you can shoot them out of your back door or window. Mm-hmm. I actually have to like go somewhere. I got to prep for this. Yeah, my house. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of prep involved. Patrick, I need to borrow a gun. <laughs> you got to drive there. There you go. You're off location. <laughs> Airgun Geeks, on location. We're going to do this at Patrick's house. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. So, Patrick, I have a question for you. Are you going to bear the gauntlet, or are you going to be an Avenger for justice? I'll be the Avenger for justice. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you want to tell people what we're going to talk about? Well, yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about the new uh, Umarex Gauntlet Generation 2, the superpower gun. And two, we're going to talk about the Avenger in 22, because the gauntlet that we have playing, that we're playing around with is in 22. So my first question, since you've shot both, which one's better? Or is there a better? There's a different. Ooh, okay. So right. I will definitely say the whole... You know, take the gauntlet. And by the way, Rick, if you listen to this, I'm attempting to use your approach. I took it out of Patrick's hands and started shooting it. So I'm not quite sure, uh, you know, if I would call that out-of-the-box shooting, but it's probably as close as I will ever be willing to do. And I don't know what Patrick did to it. So all I did is clean the barrel and lube up the bolt and stuff. I didn't even adjust the trigger. The trigger technically needs to be adjusted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we'll, 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 we'll talk to that here. We'll get to that in, in a second here. So they're different. Like the Avenger feels different, does different. The trigger's better. Out of the way it is now than the gauntlet. With that being said, the gauntlet definitely out of the box, didn't have to play with it. I will just be dead honest. Like it's between the two, I would not pick one over the other. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna do something different. I hate how the stock looks on the gauntlet too. You heard it here first, folks. But shooting off of a sandbag, it actually does exactly what it's supposed to. It's got the cutouts in the right place. It fits where it needs to. Didn't actually even have to adjust it. Like I put, <laughs> so I put my loophole competition 45 uh, target scope on it because it's the scope I have when I'm working with a new gun. So I threw that on it, which looks ridiculous. And I've already taken it to work and gotten laughed at because people couldn't believe I put that scope on that rifle. And uh, I started shooting it. Mm-hmm. And that stock for as much as I, <laughs> I hate how that stock looks. It actually fit and functioned very well right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. So I will definitely give Umarex props for the fact that 
ergonomically, yeah, that stock's nice. It's, I'll say, a little bit better than the Avenger in how it fit shooting off of the rest. Now it's two and a half pounds heavier than my Avenger, mm-hmm. bit weighed with the same scope. The Avenger trigger is definitely nicer. Like mm-hmm. it's it's definitely nicer. The Gauntlet Two still cocks just like a Gauntlet One. So um, for those that have had the Gauntlet One and know the thumb strength you're gonna get from cocking, mm-hmm. you're you're still gonna work your thumb pretty well. I will definitely say it's a nice tight bore. I was shooting the redesigned monster, the tw- the uh, jumbo, twenty five grain redesigns out of it. Shot them very well. Out to about 75, 78 yards. I don't have group sizes for you. When I say well, I was shooting at cinder blocks, uh, just to get a feel for like what the drop was like. Honestly, didn't even shoot over a chronograph yet. Like I just wanted to start shooting it because I knew I wasn't gonna have a lot of time with it. And in the process of shooting it and zeroing it for 60 yards. A chipmunk ran out at 55. Like, I'm actively shooting, and a chipmunk ran out. So, Patrick, in my first 14 shots with the Gauntlet 2, it's already got blood on it. So, (laughs) I I can definitely say that, you know, for, like, if you are listening to this and thinking I'm complaining about it, realize that it still was able to hit a, basically a one and a half inch target at 55 yards and not be completely zeroed. So... The trigger, that being said, like the trigger is a mile of rough road. Um, but it is adjustable. So I haven't even taken it out of the yeah, stock yet. But like it, it's, yeah. This is right out of the box. Right out of Patrick's hands. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yep, yep. right out of Patrick's hands. Um, the baffle system in there is spring-loaded. So when you take that cap off, if you're not careful, you will get a nice black imprint on your forehead. <laughs> uh, that, that's, the, that's the extent of me taking things apart going, huh, this comes out. Bing. Hmm, that goes back in. Okay, I'm done playing. Um, but all in all, I would actually say for an entry-level high-fill gun, high-pressure gun, I was actually fairly impressed. I do, I actually do want to get it back out, get it out of the stock, mess with that trigger, try to make it a trigger that I can actually, you know, feel like I can shoot effectively. Mm-hmm. I haven't done the gun justice yet by not shooting it at paper. So, but between the two, you get what you get. There's no tuning the Gauntlet 2. Mm-hmm. The Avenger, you can do a little bit of tuning. You can change the power. I'm not stuck with the Avenger shooting a 25-grain pellet because I can tell you when you throw a 14-grain pellet into the Gauntlet, you break the sound barrier, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I was a little surprised on. I didn't think it was going to. So, now, Patrick, you're going to be the... Avenger for justice. Mm-hmm. So that means you like the Avenger over the Gauntlet 2 so far. So what do we always say when we're talking about an air gun? What's your purpose? So there, I, I, I picked the Avenger just to be on the other side of the road. I've shot the Gauntlet a little bit, and I had a UTG scope on it just to see it real quick. Um, and the way time was, I was like, you know what? Throw this in your hands for a minute. It comes down to what's your purpose? What are you looking to do? When you want to do a little bit of tinkering, which is just the trigger, because it's the same trigger system that uh, was on the Gauntlet 1, you can make a decent trigger. And then you can just go out, throw it back in the stock, and you're done. Um, The Avenger, on the other hand, 
it's a different animal. It it's I think it's a great entry level into the tinkering side of air gunning. It allows you to learn how to tune with hammer spring and regulator pressures and different grains and how different hammer spring and pressures work and and you get to play around with it. And then if you want to go full bore and you want to shoot slugs, you can. Um, now, the comparison in weight that you were saying was the, the synthetic gauntlet, not the wood, not, not gauntlet, the synthetic Avenger and not the wood Avenger because that is a, they're about the same. Half a pound. So, so the wood stocked Avengers are half a pound heavier than the synthetic. Yeah, minuscule. Because the, the gauntlet's like, what, eight and a half pounds. Yeah. But when shooting off the bench or for long distance, it's great. Would I want to walk around the woods with it? Not necessarily, but it does have some awesome quick dis... Quick, what do they call it? Quick attach? Quick, it's got a little button in the middle. Quick disconnects. Quick disconnects. And you can lug it around. I mean, I have a gauntlet one. And it's loud. It's hard to pull back. All of that. But you know what? I'm I'm hitting chipmunks at at 50 yards. I can't complain, you know. And this is higher fill pressure, more shots, more power, more everything, right out of the box from the factory. Now, I think the uh, the reg on that is 1100, so your fill is 4500 technically, but you get gobs of shots. And overall, it's not really loud. I would still put. A Donnie on it, and that would make that would it'd be mouse far quiet. But that's me, you know. What what you you know right out of the box, you don't need anything. It is quieter than the original. Um, but then the Avenger, that's a barky beast. Yeah, <laughs> depending on your tune, I highly recommend the Donnie adapter because one, it grabs a hold of the end of the barrel, and it 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 makes it accurate. I think it makes it more accurate with that on there just by itself. And then you can put a can on it, and then it becomes mouse fart quiet. And I've shot Donnie's, and I've shot just the regular FX. I call them. It's, it's a hollow can that uh, the factory moderator works fine. You know, in fact, I did a, a what is it, a 50-yard bench rest with the Gauntlet 25 cal shooting um, Avenger hybrids. 25 cal? What'd I say? Gauntlet. Oh, God. See, I got Gauntlet on the brain. I'm looking at it. That's sitting over there, and I'm looking at it. Um, yeah, I did the Avenger, and I maxed it out, maxed out the hammer spring. Yeah, it was right around eight and a quarter feet per second, and I think I, I did pretty good. I was shocked. I was expecting like to, to be lucky to break 100, and I think I did like 170. And that was throwing it together the night before and doing a quick shooting in the morning and then a quick sight-in verification at, at the competition. Um, so... It it depends on what you want. They're they're basically the same price, but if you want something to grab out of the box, adjust the trigger for your liking, throw it back together, and then move on. Gauntlet two all day long. Uh, if you want to tinker, shoot different types of caliber, different grains of uh, projectiles, and all that. I'd but I'd go with the Avenger. So it it just you know what what tickles your fancy is what it comes down to. So, I mean, I got to say, I, I follow Bill's approach. I like them like the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody doesn't catch that, that's from last week's episode. Well, 
Yeah, yeah, we heard Brumhilda in the background. What you say? Yeah, because he's talking about how heavy she was. Yeah, uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a it's a definitely an improvement from the generation one. Oh God, yes. I love the bigger knob on it. I think that helps. Can I feel fifteen percent difference? No, no, I can't feel that. Uh, you still need to do the thumb. You still need to have a, a, a decent-sized hand with some decent hand strength. Otherwise, for small kids, I don't think it's going to work. Um, I've had a couple of the people we work with, the smaller-handed uh, females, um, try it. They, they couldn't. They literally had to take two hands and, and pull on it. But, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, is Hajimoto going to do something with it? He might do something with, like, one of his builds, he had a lighter spring. I don't know. You know, I mean, you could still play with it, but right out of the box, that these are things that, you know, you're seeing uh, the different reviewers like Rick, um, Hajimoto himself shooting, and they talk about that, you know, but but physically doing it, it I'd go Avenger because it's a sidecocker. I wish they would have done sidecocking on the on this, this gauntlet, but... It's all about tooling. Like, yeah. it's... It's about the dollar. Yep. Yeah. And... and it's understandable. It's they're still a business. If oh. they're not around, they won't keep innovating or building off of other people's innovations. As like, I mean, that that's not a dig at anything. That's just going knowing or seeing what Hajimoto has done. Like, if you look at Hajimoto's and what he has done with the gauntlet, there's a lot of what he has done with the gauntlet to make it a really good, you know, entry level high dollar PCP into this one. Mm-hmm. So. And, and and Umarex listened to them. Yeah. And they listened to everyone else on what their opinions were and what they, you know, would like to see and all of that. So overall, I, I think it's a win. You know, I mean, where, where we work, they're pretty hard to keep in stock. So it's, and, and I haven't heard any complaints and watching the YouTube videos and stuff, I'm seeing good comments. So that just confirms what, what we've physically mm-hmm. have done. And, and we're still testing. So we'll call this episode one of the gauntlet. You know, there's going to be a much more in depth on here's our final when we get, you know, we'll have one of those. Yeah. After we have time to look at the trigger, yeah. maybe take it apart a little bit more and, you know, really get to the insides of this thing. Yeah. So this yep. is just a mm-hmm. basically out of the box. Like my Avenger is mostly stock. Like I have just the extender and a Donnie on it, and mm-hmm. haven't changed out any of the screws in the trigger. Same here. So yeah. it's still the stock, all basically stock. Um, I have had to replace the O-rings in mine because... We'll just call them GP yeah. O-rings. Yeah, yeah, I did that to mine, and it hasn't leaked, and I've stored it for two months now I haven't shot it, and I've stored it at about 3,500 PSI, took a picture, hasn't moved. Nor has the, the, nor has the well, there's a little bit of red creep. But it's it's minuscule. It's not like it's going all the way to the to the twenty nine hundred, like it did before with the with the other O rings. Yeah. Now so. mine mine's got some pretty good red creep. I mean, it's not so bad that I if I shoot it in the dry fire before I take it out on a hunt, it's still gonna be fine. But it's mine's been sitting, and I looked at it recently. Actually, today I went to go shoot at something, and it ran off. But my red my red had creeped up, so mm. I was wondering if I was gonna be able to dry fire before I took the shot. <laughs> That's the problem with working from home and having the gun sitting next to the desk. <laughs> correct. Correct. 
So, so but yeah, we'll have a more in-depth review, our final thoughts on it. But we we wanted to to share the two popular ones that are out right now uh and give you our opinion on it and what we see just and, from the surface. And one other thing is because they are they're so different but so the same. This is going to sound bad and I know like PCPs are not the most inexpensive thing in the world to get into. But I'm going to say this this but is going to be very heavy is because once you get the fill system to fill a PCP if you get it for the Avenger or the Gauntlet that's already, you know, you have that, and they're both high fill pressure guns. So you most likely, not everybody, but you're most likely using a compressor. You know, six months, another year, if you save up some money, get them both. You know, that's they are affordable enough that you can get them both. If you get them in the same caliber, well, with the Gauntlet too, if you're shooting heavy ammo out of the Avenger, you have that. Hey, if you need something for shooting inside, you can turn your Avenger down and then still have a powerhouse gun and not break the bank. Mm-hmm. So there is, you know, it's, that is definitely an appeal, which is why I was a little, I'll be honest, I was a little hesitant. I was excited to, but hesitant to get my hands onto a gauntlet too. Just mostly because I hate the way the stock looks. And um, <laughs> I, it, I, it is a little bit of an ugly duckling, but it's functional. Well, it was just, it was so funny where we work. As soon as it was announced, one of our coworkers that knows me, fairly well for my love of uh, laminated woods. Um, as soon as it came out, he goes, so, in like this whole big meeting with everybody, calls me out and he goes, so what do you think? And I'm like, it, it, it's a stock. He goes, that's, that, that's a statement of fact. What, what's your opinion? <laughs> really? You want to do this here now? Thanks. So <laughs> I, I, I laid it out there and I, I will be, I'm very happy to say that ergonomically it is actually really nice. It's, it re- it feels weird and and to say it because it does sound like I do have a lot of hate on the stock. It's, it's mm-hmm. but it's ergonomic. I definitely think it's more comfortable, even though it's heavier than the Avenger. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I found is it hasn't been pellet fussy so far, and I've shot like ten different pellets through it. So I've only shot three. I've shot the Barracudas, the Jumbo Monsters, the redesigned, and then I had a ten of Beasts. Didn't shoot the Beasts well. Okay. So that yeah, that, I didn't shut down. that thirty-four grain twenty-two just it was it laughed at me and said, "Huh, no." Well, I, I think because it's such a it's such a tight bolt that it, it just might be too much surface contact with that with that. So, um, but I think the highest I went was the twenty-five grain redesigns. But you know, barracudas, and then I found some oddball stuff, and you know, reasonable groups. But I was still breaking it in because that time. Pfft, I think I put only maybe 10 or 15 shots through it. Maybe, maybe it's 20, it's two mags. And I said, okay, that that's enough, you know. And it was like two per what I was messing with and all that jazz. I was like, hmm, interesting. And then we went from there. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get very geeky with it and figure out what's what so that when you do buy it, we can give a couple recommendations on, like, the top five pellets that we would suggest, especially with this pellet or, pandemic going on well or maybe even slugs. slugs like let's i mean there's a lot going on in the slug world and i think my opinion of slugs is well known here but there's still something that's growing mm-hmm. and growing well and there are people in places that shooting a light grain high power slug 
actually could be beneficial. High wind conditions. Mm-hmm. So I do want to get it out and shoot some 21 and 20 grain slugs. I've got some NSAs in my basement somewhere that I think are a little bit lighter than that. But I got to look for them. So. Yeah. All right. Well. Well. Patrick. You've born. You've you've been the fighter for justice, but I'll bear the gauntlet. And uh, folks, as always, stay geeky. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Airgun Geeks. But geeks, I need to bend your ear for one minute. As everyone may or may not know, the airgun hobby over the last year has grown over four hundred percent, and that is why Adam and I have taken on the tough job of educating and spreading the word of what it really means to be an air gunner. Adam and I had the idea to start this podcast last January to also educate, promote, and answer the questions that new air gunners and even veteran air gunners have. We started with two microphones, a recording device, two sawhorses, and a piece of plywood. But most of all, we we have the passion for the air gun hobby and the culture it has. We have grown so fast since our first episode, and we are so honored that we have touched so many people around the world, and it's only the beginning. The reason Adam and I are taking another moment out of your day is we need to put a call for support. We are in need of your support to get more podcasting gear to reach more people and help with the day-to-day costs of producing the Airgun Geeks podcast. So if you'd please check the link out that's in the description for the GoFundMe that we have set up, any type of donation would be greatly appreciated. And if you can't afford anything, that's fine. Just keep listening, and we are grateful that you are here. But like always, if there's any topics that you would like to hear on the Airgun Geeks podcast, feel free to email us at airgungeeks at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page that we would love to have you join. It's under Airgun Geeks. And just answer the questions and come on in. Talk to you soon. And like always, stay geeky.